Hey there, welcome to Elite Bridal Boss Podcast, where we blend bridal beauty and business so you can thrive as a bridal boss. I'm your host, Jenny Tori, and excited to have you here. We discuss all things that matter to you the most, growing your bridal beauty business, living a life with impact, and being a boss in every way possible. If you could do me a favor, hit the notification bell and rate this podcast for more. And I know you want more. All right, so let's get started. The topic for today is going to be why focusing on cheap clients or budgeted clients will hurt your business in the long run. A lot of times what we do as makeup artists, whatever, or business owners, we focus on trying to get as much clients as we can without being strategic about it. We're not thinking about the long term. And so what happens is you get into the hamster wheel of focusing on clients who don't value you and don't kind of keep you in this box and you can't grow. This could actually hurt you as you could, without having a plan. What I'm saying is if you not be strategic about your clients you are now and what you're attracting, then it could actually hurt you down. It's, it's not going to be sustainable, which is why a lot of makeup artists don't last in the business for a long time. And so that's the purpose of me being having this page or coaching is to be able to help and bring awareness to makeup artists to see their full potential and to make income and feel fulfilled and feel valued. And so that way they can focus on things that matters the most, which is their life and their family, because we don't have next 20 years to be hauling our crap everywhere and making 150. What I'm saying is you want to maximize the time that you have with your client and make the income that you need and grow from it. So let's talk about the reasons why focus on, on cheap clients will hurt you. So number one reason why it can actually demotivate you. It would be actually more stressful when you're focusing more so on clients that don't value you. So meaning that because there are clients that are don't value you, then they're not going to value your time. And meaning like they can be late or they're not going to like, they're going to be rude most, you know, and they're going to be, not to say they're all going to be like that, but majority of it, you know, sometimes like when you, you know, you give a lot to a client, don't want more. And the thing is because they didn't pay a lot, you know, so it's really hard to give more, more, more when they didn't really invest a lot. It doesn't make sense. So it really does add a stress to the pile. So when you're constantly under pressure to lower your price down and like to meet unrealistic demands, it can be really, really difficult to stay motivated and maintain, you know, high quality standards. So a lot of you guys are here is because you want to be able to provide a high quality work because your kit is high quality and everything you do is high quality, right? So because of that, you're not able to really give your full. You want to, but then you feel like, man, it's just not fair. So you don't want to, right? Anyway, so that's one of the reasons why you want to be able to focus on clients that who are not appreciative, what don't value you is one of the reasons why not try not to focus on cheap clients. So another reason too, I didn't really think about this until like I look back in like in my years when I started my business is that when you focus on clients who don't, who are more like obviously cheap, yeah, cheap. Uh, that's just the word they use cheap because I really don't like that word, but yeah, it's just still cheap. So cheap clients, the thing when you focus on cheap clients, then you have a harder time to grow. So meaning that they don't really refer, I mean, the circle that they hang around with is not high end. And so you're not able to grow. So a lot of times your business grows from referrals, right? So when you work with clients who are high end, they have friends and they refer. So it's a domino effect. So when you work with clients who are low end, then the people they refer are going to be more the lower end, if that makes sense. Yeah, lower end. That's it. Let's talk about the lower end instead of cheap. So lower end clients, then you're going to stay there. It's more like a hamster wheel, if that makes sense. And two, it also damage your brand identity. And if you're known to work with low end clients, then it'll be really difficult for you to differentiate yourself from other service providers and attract high quality clients. 
And I was just talking to like other, you know, artists all week. And I just, I learned so much. And it helped me to realize like this hamster world that, you know, you guys were in is like really not in that space, you know, budget friendly. Yeah, budget. I don't know. It's not really <laughs> budget friendly. Yeah, I could say budget friendly, but I think budget friendly. Mm, I don't think you guys say that though. You know what I'm saying? You don't say, oh, my budget friendly client, you know, when it, you guys event, you, what you guys event, you say cheap client, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, the, those are the words that we come out of our mouth. Man, she's so cheap. You know, like, she don't want to pay. And they sit down expensive, you know. Expensive and opposite of expenses is cheap, right? So, anyways, lower end. Lower tier. How about that? Lower tier. So, when you deal with lower tier clients, then it really does limit your ability to grow and expand your business. Because when you're not making a profit margin, it really does limit your growth. And you're not able to invest into your business, back into your business. What do you do? You spend money on your kit. You spend money on... You know, all that stuff. And you're not able to invest back to your business. And then you're not able to focus on your business. And I think that's what a lot of makeup artists do is that they focus so much on the artistry and they have no choice because they have to refill to stock their kit. And when they stock their kit, then they don't have time to focus on their business, which is like the website. And to get the lead, you know, client. And so I'm not able to invest into maybe the marketing or how to, you know, to educate, things like that with marketing and, you know, get audited, getting consultant, things like that. Because a lot of businesses, what they do, they get consultant to solve the problem of the business. Because every business always plateau, they always have problems, and they have consultant to come in and to problem solve their business and fix it. You know, so that's why consultant get paid a lot of money because they come in and fix problems. I had consultant when I started my makeup academy, and one of the things with the business consultant helped me with my academy. She really helped me help, but I learned that like my values and alignment with that with the makeup academy and how she helped me is like I learned so much that how obviously I was growing, you know, I was evolving. I mean, that was great, but I think now I realize because when I started my makeup academy, I didn't realize that I was one of because I was a bridal artist to begin with. I've always been a bridal makeup hair artist, and so when I was teaching, I was just teaching special event makeup and I didn't really focus on bridal which I thought I did but I didn't really I mean we both didn't know that right we so when I was teaching I want to be able to teach you know students you know the same like special event and they can also do bridals with it but I think that because I did I was so broad in the niche with my makeup academy that I should have focused just on bridal so there's a lesson learned there which is why I have to leave bridal mastery now which is focus on bridal because it just makes more sense because it's what I do you know and so anyways that was seven years ago and then three years ago is when I, I saw the gap between makeup artists and business owners. I realized that my students who were going to the academy, they learned how to do makeup and hair perfectly fine, very great. But then they got stuck because they couldn't move over to the marketing business part of it. Even though they knew, but it's just like no one there was to push them because I didn't have that program, you know? Because it takes time. Like, I can give you templates and all that, but like, you know, I didn't have a program at that time to help you with the business. It's a lot of work. Like, that's why it took a lot of work to create the Leap Bride Master Program and I have it now, you know, but what I'm saying is, so the big gap is what I saw and I closed the gap with the program that I have now, but that's what I'm saying. So a lot of times makeup artists are just continue to say this hamster wheel of just focusing on lower tier clients who are not able to pay more, you know, it's like 75, you know, for brides, you know, for example, some makeup artists can be charging 350 for their bridal services. For example, let me give you an example. One makeup artist told me like she wasn't able to charge her $1,200 packet. And she'd been trying to for the longest, but just she couldn't. So she was stuck at this 375 packet for her bridal packet. I think 350. It was 350. And she was booking far in advance. And you think about it, 350 
for six months in advance, that's not, that's really nothing because you get what 30% or 50% of that book now and then you get paid later. Like six months later, that's not, it is something, but it's nothing meaning like that's like booking you in advance, you know, meaning like you should at least, the remaining amount should be at least somewhere in the four figure amount, you know, or at least seven, eight hundred dollars. Just so that because when you book someone in advance, it should be higher. That's why I focus on bridal because bridal, you're able to charge more. When special events and things like that, I mean, special events to me, I, typically what I do with special events, I only book them like two to three weeks in advance, if that, maybe two weeks max, just because I allot my availability for my brides only. So my brides are able to book me two, one year and a half in advance. And that's the only time I'm allowed them to book. And so I did that a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. So I have just open policy where they can book maybe one to two weeks in advance. That way I'm able to maximize my time and make more money. I don't like my calendar booked. I'd rather just be like one to two brides a weekend and make at least for four or 5,000 if that makes sense. That's like what I want to do. And I've been doing that because that's what I want and I work toward it and it happened, you know. But I'm very strategic what I do. So just talking to one of you know, the artists, it's like back when I was starting, I did my deposit was like $30. I started way in the beginning. But that's because I had no experience whatsoever. So I started $30. But what I did was very strategic of how I did the $30 deposit. My work was really good because I'm more have an artist background. And so the way I view makeup and teach how I do makeup is really from an artist perspective, like shading and contouring. If you go, you go look at my work on JTOR makeup page, you'll see like my work. My work stood out, so it was very different. Anyway, so I was able to like... I kept my $30 deposit though. I kept it for the whole year. But how I did is I, I made it up for the remaining balance anyway. So that's what I did. It was, it was very strategic. But that grew and grew and grew. And it was very strategic of like how I was able to meet my income and things like that. So how do you start to increase your prices? So you increase your prices based on like how the response of the market is. So if you're getting, you have several reasons. One reason would be that you're getting a lot of leads coming in. And when the leads are coming in and then you're getting overbooked, like meaning like you're getting a lot of booking, that's when you realize, okay, it's now to increase your prices. But in order to get the leads in, then you really have to have a really good marketing strategy in place. So that makes sense. I hope that helps. Like if you get your good marketing strategy in place and get like leads. So what I did is I focused on SEO way back when I've always had SEO and it's not your virtual assistant SEO. It's like I, it's a dedicated SEO specialist was, that was working on my website. And so I had him working on my SEO. And then what I did is I focused also on my branding. And so I came to the market with a value base. So I make sure like I wasn't like, I didn't say I was luxury. Okay. Let me tell you, I did not say I was luxury artist until like uh, the only reason why I put luxury on top is because seven years ago, everyone was saying that I was luxury. <laughs> so really well known here in Dallas. And so, yes, I'm very humble. I'm just like, I'm so focused on like providing service, great service. And I'm always provide, making sure my brand is on point. And I care about my brand so much. I'd rather lose my money deposit just so that I can keep my brand in a way that I know is aligned with me. Like it have to be, integrity is super important to me and my name. I care about my brand so much. And not so much other makeup art. I don't care about makeup. I care about my client experience. That's what I mean. Does it make sense? So I don't care about what people say. I care about my client and how they experience my service. And so I'll go above and beyond and make sure that she's fully happy. And I make sure I pay for it. Meaning like when you're able to charge high prices, you're able to go above and beyond for your client. You can't do that with cheap clients. If they pay $75, you don't want to go above and beyond for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to, you can't, just can't. 
So when I go, like, every time I bride, you know, 3000 I'll go above and beyond for her. Like, if I did I mess up on her makeup or whatever, for something happens and she's, like, at the wedding and she cries. And, like, you know, I get a call. I'm going to go back. Like, even though she didn't pay for that, I'm going to go back and make sure, like, she's taken care of. Even though it's an hour away because I care about her. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is you're able to go above and beyond without nickel and diming your brides because you're able to give that level of service and you care. And people know in the industry, like, I care about my brides and I care about my students. So I, I charge for, not that I don't charge for that, but I charge my worth and because I provide so much value in my program, in my service, everything I do, because I do value high quality output. I invest in my team and invest everything I do. So that way everyone around me get the best deliverables, if that makes sense. So to answer your question, in order to increase prices, you do have to look at your market and see if you're getting booked. If you're not getting booked, then increasing your price will only make sense if your brand is solid. Like your brand has to be solid. Yeah, your brand has to be solid. And then you have marketing in place to get leads coming in. So the thing is, you have to build your perception up to have people know in, in their mind that when they go to your Instagram page and whether you go to your website, that you're worth that three, four, five hundred dollars that you quoted them. So if I was to give you a template or I give you like a package and the package is high price, more than what you normally charge, and you were to send it to somebody, if your brand is not supporting that price, then they're going to think you're too expensive or they're going to think that it's just not like doesn't match. The value doesn't match. So in order for you to raise your prices, you do have to elevate your, you do have to invest into your branding. And it's not just logo, guys. It's not logo, please. Do not go spend a hundred dollars on a logo. A logo will not do anything for you. It's really your brand perception and attire. You, it goes back to your portfolio. And sometimes we are blinded by, you know, obviously we're so into our work that sometimes we don't know what we're doing we don't know like what our clients are wanting you know we, we may know that we need help with our work but we don't know so you kind of get stuck so i was just talking to like someone else early today you know she invested into her business so much and she's been doing it for 10 years and so long 10 years is so long and so you know she's grown to a certain point but then the perception of her it is in the lower tier meaning like a brand her brand is not like everybody knows that she's caters to lower tier clients and so she has a hard time booking high-end bride. Very hard time. And she works so hard on her branding. That's what I wanted to share with you guys too. Like if you focus, like you work so hard and branding, you're showing up and it's not converting, then something has to change. Yeah, something has to give, you know, like it's either branding or you, you got to get help. And that's when consulting comes in. And it's like, it's not right to continue on. And you guys... If you guys think that your business is part-time or is a side gig and that's your only source of income, then that's not right. It's not part-time. If that's the only source of income, if this bridal business or this makeup business is your full-time income, then you should not view it as a part-time gig because you're, you're investing your time every single day in investing your business. Like you guys are strolling on Instagram, looking, finding the answer, you know, which is you found my page. But I want you guys to really understand your potential and value. Obviously, sometimes a lot of makeup bars can be either one or other extreme. Like one can value themselves so much and not have like everything to support that. And so they're not able to convert, which that's going to be a problem too. Or it can be the other end where your work is amazing and you don't value yourself. And so you're not able to charge because you're afraid. So it's just like, 
it's not linear so it's not black and white every one of you guys are different and so like a lot of you guys work is amazing and it's just something that people are perceiving you as not high-end high-quality work and they don't trust you as a bridal expert even though you know that you can provide the service but how you come up across on your online presence is not connecting and if you guys really see that it will help you to really be strategic in your action, how you show up online, like on your social media and also on your website. Everything has to be cohesive. But when you invest strategically incorrectly with your branding and your marketing, then you can actually raise your prices. Do you see? That's when you realize, okay. And then it also helps you with the anxiety. It helps you like, okay, it helps you with your scarcity mindset. And it helps you to relax like, okay, now you can raise your prices because when you raise your prices based on like a non-solid foundation then in business not artistry in your business then that's when it's shaky that's stressful you know because you don't know like what the market is going to do and you're dependent on your social media when you should reality should be you know having both you got you need to have a website you'd be surprised a lot of makeup artists don't have website like i actually got a call from someone who has several follow like a lot and like her brand presence is amazing, but don't have a website. And it's funny how because other makeup artists is struggling booking brides, but like her perception, her online is amazing, but maybe like something about something's not connecting why she's not booking brides. And there'll be other people who was looking after her like, oh my gosh, she probably booked so many, many brides. And I'm over here like booking no brides. It's, it's because I don't have any followers. And she has like 80,000 followers, $100,000, and she does all these amazing brides. But boo, like, it's not a guarantee that other people can, I promise you, it's not a guarantee that, that people that has $100,000 followers have, are booking brides. No, because her content is actually geared toward not just brides, probably it's geared toward as an influencer. And you, but you think that she's booking brides. It's crazy, man. Because your brand is what the perception people think of you. So if they look in your Instagram, if you send them a thousand dollar invoice, they'll be like, huh? How does that connect? You know? So like one of my students, you know, like it took her four months, but she slowly like actually got rid of the clients who were asking discounts. She stopped getting those messages anymore. So yeah, she's like so happy that her clients are actually valuing her her. And if they can't afford her, they say, Okay, I love your work, but just but very politely and very respectfully decline. But like that's what you want. You wanna be real, okay, you know, I want you so bad, but I just you know, I can't make it. But they're not asking for discount to be like, oh, you're expensive. Can I have a discount? Like, that's not what you want. You know, you want to be respected and not ask for like, hey, can you get a discount after you send the quote? Like, that's so rude, you know? And so when you get those comments, guys, when you get those messages that you're expensive or things like that, says something's wrong. It's not them. It is not them. <laughs> I think we need to stop blaming clients for that. I think we need to like look at ourselves and see where we need help at. It's, it's us. Instead of pointing fingers at others and clients, it's really us and how we are portraying. We actually attract them to us. Because of our brand, they're expecting to be paying less. That's reality. And it is not your fault because we've been so focused on our artistry. And our, our artistry doesn't guarantee us to have a six-figure business. Because it's really you need a business, like, you need a business mindset and business model. And with the marketing backing up to continue on growing. And so... That's my point. So in order to raise your prices, you need to have all the foundations solid, then you get able to raise it. And so I know a lot of my students sometimes get scared of raising the prices in the very beginning, you know, but I noticed though, when I give them like the website and it gives them the packages, I give them all of that, they're shocked and surprised that it works. Yeah, because everything is cohesive. Everything goes together. 
But for those who have been in business for a long time and the branding is like known for like more like a like a lower end client like tier, then it just takes time to like clean up that perception that you have online, you know, it just takes time. So the longer you don't make any changes, the longer it takes time for people to like perceive you as high end. So sometimes that's what I, you know, taking action is like the longest I notice like for my students because they have a hard cleaning up like the past things that, you know, they had to, that shows the perception or the branding that they are lower end, if that makes sense. And as I say your work is lower end, it's just, if you go into the mind of like a higher end client or branding, then it will all make sense, if that makes sense. I have to like work with you and like kind of explain to you. So if you look at this, okay, for example, like when my student, I'll give you an example, my student. So like she'll post whatever in the, like in the very beginning. I said, do you think this bride here, she looks mad. <laughs> Her face, or now she's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, so like, you see your client is not, they don't look happy. So if she's frowning, so that gives a perception that your client is not happy. So that means when the bride's coming page, it does give off that vibe that your client's not happy. So it's like more of a lower end, you know, that's emotional. That's like very detailed, guys. It's not even about the makeup sometimes. It is about makeup but sometimes, but sometimes it's just how you, what you post matters. It's all in the details. When, when it comes to luxury, a premium client, it's all about the details and what is it that you're posting gives off that you're more of a lowered brand, if that makes sense. The only reason why I'm talking about lower and high end, not to be demeaning anyone or anything, I really, I really don't care. And like, I really, not that I don't care. I don't care like wherever position people are like, oh, her, what do you think about her work? Like, I don't care about people's work. I don't care about the brand. Now I do care when an artist is struggling and she wants help. Now that's, I do care. That's what I'm saying. I do care. So like I was talking to an artist today, it's like, you know, she's been stuck in this for 10 years and I feel bad for her. Like she's been doing a lot of makeup as long as I have, you know, I've been 15, but she's 10 years and she's been in the game and like she's in stuck in the cycle and she works really, really hard in her brand. And I'm just like, I see those gaps. I see a lot of gaps. It's just like, and so she's stuck with, you know, with a lower end client and she can't get out of it. And she just wants to be able to spend time, like when she works with clients or brides, she wants to be able to make more money because she's leaving her and her baby, you know. So one of the reasons sometimes life happens, like when you have like maybe a newborn baby or baby, that's when you come to this level, like, you know what? I should be making more money than $150 when I do this bride, when I leave the house. If I leave the house, I need to make at least something, $700, $800 to leave my baby you know what I'm saying? So I get it. Like, you guys have kids or children and you want to be like, something's not right. I'm doing all of this to leave my baby and I'm only making 150 when I go out. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes that has to happen for us to like have like, okay, oh, something's not right. You know, that number's not adding up at the end of the month. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that really helps you like to think about your future. So any action you do now, if anything, you get away from this. What you're doing now is for the future. Like if I do this today, this is going to help me in the future. You know, instead of like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. I got to book this, you know, like you really have to have a plan and like think about the future. Do you want to book high end client? Well, you got to work on it now to get on this road. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in this hamster wheel and you have to get out of it. Otherwise, you're just going to be in it and then you're going to be a better old makeup artist in her 60s teaching other makeup artists and being negative. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not being negative. I'm like happy. I'm actually positive. I'm being honest. That's all it is. I'm being honest and I'm not negative. I really don't care. That's not my caddy. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and talk about makeup and how you do your horrible color correcting here. 
I don't have time to be talking about makeup. Like, I can care less. I mean, are you coming to my program? I'm teaching about makeup. But I teach you client-focused makeup and then it converts to making money. But, like, I'm not going to hear to be catty about makeup, you know? That's my point. It's just, like, I can't deal with, like, unnecessary debates. I'm not here to debate. I'm just being honest so that way you guys can get on the road and value your, your work and make more money and feel valued. And then when you feel fulfilled and value, guess what? Positive energy comes out of you. And the world becomes a better place for you because that's when you start seeing like, okay. And then like, wow, you know, you'd be more confident and everything else just be, you know, obviously there's peaks and valleys when you have a business. Peaks and valleys, guys. And you do have to understand that it's low and high, but you don't want to say low forever. And that's the thing, like peaks and valleys, just all, that's how business are. But if you're feeling valued, then you actually be able to stay constant and feel really good about everything. So how long is the program? The program is a five-month program. It's not a four to five days. I think some people are asking, like, I thought it was only like a month program. No, it is a five-month because it's a high-touch, high-level program, meaning like you're going to evolve within five months to a bridal boss. Like you'll have a business, you'll have a website that is a custom website to attract your ideal client and have a brand. So when people come to you, when they see your Instagram, they see everything. They'll be like, oh, yeah, she's legit. She's worth what she's charging, you know? That they're not going to question you because why? It's because you have me in corner because I'm doing it. I've been doing it for 15 years. I've tracked high-end clients. I work with them. I understand what high-end client wants. And so I'm just here to help you guys to understand their language and bridge the gap and give you the support and also give you asset. I mean, I'll be consulting your business to solve the problem so that way you can make your income that you need. And so you don't see stagnant. So that's my program. Elite Brian Mastery is the program. And so anyways, I hope if anything, see your value. See this potential to go past where you're at right now. See that you're worth more and know that you are. And I just want here to be validating you to know that you are worth it. And that you are, you're valued as a makeup artist. And you should feel that way. And if you do feel that you're valued, then it's time. And it's not that you're stuck. It just means that you're growing and evolving and you start seeing your worth now. And for those who don't see their worth and they're stuck at the happy with 150, you guys stay there, you know, because whatever you're at, feel that way. But for those who are like, you know what? I want to feel value. I'm tired. Of, like, I want to grow. And and I want you to know that you're that's valid point and you should feel that way. Not that you should. That's okay to feel that way. That's my point. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this live. And let me know if you have any questions. I'll talk to you guys later. And hopefully I see you guys next week. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's topic. And if you did, please rate and subscribe. If you would love to learn more how I can help you reach your fullest potential as an elite bridal boss, please schedule a free call. Link in the description. And to see if the program will be a good fit for you. Either way, DM me on IG and say hello as I would love to hear from you. Until then, don't stop dreaming because you are living in it.